Welcome to another exciting and elucidating episode of the Omnitalk Spotlight Series. I'm your host, Ann Mazinga. And I'm Chris Walton. And we are the founders of Omnitalk, the fast-growing retail blog that is all about the companies, the technologies, and the people that are coming together to shape the future of retail. Or Chris, as we like to say, the blog that focuses on tomorrow's companies and tomorrow's trends today. Yes, we do, Ann. Uh, Chris, we have a we have a fun guest today. Yeah, we do. Everybody. One of my faves. Yeah, everybody that's listening and watching live. We are going to talk about smart data capture and specifically how that will provide retailers with better inventory visibility, which has been quite the hot topic on the Fast Five as of late. Quite is an understatement, <laughs> I would say, actually. Yes, this continues to come up all the time with me. Yes, yes. Uh, something that we believe in, one of the foundational elements of getting your retail house in order. Yes. Um, so to do that, we are going to call back our old friend, Scandit VP of Product, Chief Technology Officer, and co-founder of Scandit, Christian Florkmeyer. Christian, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great, great to be here. Yeah, we're we're really excited to have you. Yeah, this is your second time on the show, second right, Ann? Yeah, yeah, second time. I've interviewed before, interviewed you before for something else. So I think this is like our third time in it, having an exchange with you. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna go in a new place here on this this yeah. conversation. Chris, I love when Christian is on the show because last time he was on, he compared um one of the like archaic zebra scanners to a lot of broken down car and like why are you gonna <laughs> handle it? <laughs> It's so funny. And I, that's like one of my favorite quotes from the last, uh, the last interview, Christian. So you better be bringing it today. Ooh, ooh, that's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. (laughs) I have faith in you. You can do it. Um, I just want to give a quick reminder to those who are watching us live on LinkedIn right now. Please go ahead. We have Christian and the Scandit team here answering your questions live in the chat right to the right of the video. So go ahead and pop those in throughout our conversation with Christian today. And with that, all right, yeah, Christian. Go. So I got, I get, to, I get to start you off here now. Like we mentioned, we've had you on the show before. I've interviewed you before as well. But before we dive into smart data capture and all that that entails, why don't you tell the folks a little bit first about who Scandit is and how your teams help retailers basically get better in inventory visibility? We started off really trying to bring data capture to general purpose devices, smartphones, right? Who had an attractive TCO who had you know, great usability, great economics. But in, in the early days, there were a lot of doubts around, can you actually scan reliably and swiftly and robustly with, um, a ca- with camera-based scanning on a smartphone? So we, right. at, at Scanit, we, we spent a lot of time on, on, on actually machine vision, computer vision, and, and we didn't just, just so from a marketing perspective set we do machine learning, we actually had to do it to actually you know, get to the same swiftness and robustness that you know, people with store sorts are just used to from the specialized specialist devices that that yeah, um, were and are still in some way commonplace, right? And 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 that's where we started off. And and then we noticed like, you know, this this is is this, you know, it's great to scan barcodes really quickly, but there's much more to efficiency and 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 convenience for store sources for consumer than just scanning barcodes quickly, right? There is. When, when you look at you know how price label audits are done, it's it's a very tedious you know process for stores. So it's, to um, be putting it mildly, yeah. To yeah. put that mildly, yes. Exactly. Understatement and, and, of the and, year. Exactly right. So it's, it's it's a very tedious. It's a costly process. It's an error prone process. So why not do this different? The same when when you start looking at at counting, right, or, or receiving, right. Um, is it's great that it's you know that, that backward scanning 
on a one by one basis can be done super swiftly. If you need to go and you know scan in a hundred packages, it doesn't really matter that that yeah. every scan is 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 super quick. If you still need to move from box to box, and then after you scan a hundred items, the list tells you you know hey there's two missing, and you start the entire process all over again because you know don't remember you did get interrupted at some point. Now right. did you start off at the right one or did you miss one right? So in that right. sense. We felt like there was really a, this notion of smart data capture where with, with, with leveraging the power of the camera, leveraging the power of today's com, you know, computer vision algorithms, we could really sort of give store sources and consumers superpowers, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and that would really, you know, from, from the early days of Scanit, where we, it was really just about like, you know, being as swift and as robust as the, the typical single scanning devices that we were seeing, we really sort of in, in, in the yeah, in the last couple of years, we really now took this to a very different level where we really start looking at oh, let, let's 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 make data capture smart, right? Like let's not just be right. swift in on individual barcodes, but let's let's bring in text recognition to it, let's bring object recognition mm -hmm. to it to really help the store sources and the computer and the and the and the consumer as well to 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 make tedious processes more convenient. To, to bridge that gap between the physical and the virtual world in a much better way. So I think it's a good level set to start the conversation, which is, you know, just to recap, and like basic company whose heritage is rooted in really quick, reliable barcode scanning through the simplicity of a mobile phone, an iPhone or right. whatever mobile device you want, but now moving into a, the next realm in terms of how do you take what they've learned through that and, to, and use it to leverage it through further improvements in operations throughout an entire retail operation. I think that's an important level set here. And that's that's a topic we're going to spend most of our time on. Yeah, absolutely. And Christian, I'm I'm curious what you've been hearing from retailers. I mean, you're, you're working with so many different types of retailers, but let's especially focus on like grocery retailers, mass merchants. What are some of the reasons that they are so hot on smart data capture right now? I mean, one of the things that we're seeing is is actually inflation, right? Like in, in, in general, I think for all of us, inflation is not a great thing. But you know, for 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 the for the grocery retailers, actually all you know, all, all the kind of retailers that you mentioned just now, inflation poses a you know a, a real big issue when it comes to updating prices. There, there was always the trend, and, and that has I'd say that had been accelerated about dynamic pricing, which you know meant that store associates would need to go into the store and, and update prices on, on a regular basis. What we've heard from retailers in, in the last couple of months, this just has been going through the roof, right? Where, mm -hmm. where prices need to be updated even more, you know, more frequently as, as we're seeing inflation, as we're seeing, you know, goods getting more you know, expensive, you know, all the supply chain issues that I think we, we were all aware of. Mm -hmm. um, that basically means that prices are need to be updated even more, right? right? That's one thing we're seeing. I think we're also seeing the the it, it depends a little bit retailer by retailer it's not, not the same for every retailer but but being very mindful about the kind of tasks that they're asking the store associates to do right because they're all struggling to go on on more like a large majority of them finding store associates and keeping them right mm -hmm. so it's really important that that you know like like not just how much does it cost to do a certain task from a pure manual cost but also can I make this as easy as possible? So, you know, my, my store associate doesn't at the end of the day think like, hmm, you know, this job actually isn't that much fun right. And, right. and starts looking for alternative. Right? The third one that sort of plays in, into some of this, you know, visibility shelf management that, that I think you guys mentioned early on is, is 
actually something we've seen in COVID, right, is that we, we've seen in-store order fulfillment, you know, now whether this is for BOPIS, for click and right. collect, et cetera, really been going through the roof. And, and we've seen two things there. One is that efficiency is really key, right? Like when you look at, you know, like, like, like and it's, 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 you know, all the things that do impact efficiency when you pick in the store, right? Like you think it's in that spot, but it's actually not there. So now, um, like now start looking in the store where that product actually is because your product locations in the store are not correct. Right. Is, right. Is, is a major driver of, of efficiency and customer satisfaction, right? Because if you can't find it, then you're going to spend a minute looking for it. That's, that, that brings your average pick time up significantly. We had retailers tell us every second that they save on average pick time is in the in the in the millions. So if 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 and, and not knowing where things are actually in the store is a is a it's a major has a major impact on that time. Um, and then the other one of course is the customer satisfaction, right? Because if if then the store associate or the picker can't find it and says like hey this is not here and you need to substitute or you have a you know you 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 can't fulfill the order the customer is not happy, right? So, so accurate product location in Bopus time is something that we've really seen or, you know, in click and collect times um, is, is something we've seen as a major trend. And then related to this is, it, that depends a little bit on, on the kind of business you're in, but it's really real-time inventory accuracy. Right. We've seen the number of cycle counts going up significantly. And, you know, again, that's cost-driven. And again, something that is actually not that much fun for the store associates. <laughs> nope. right? Like doing this on online. So all these things sort of come together, right? Yep. But you need to go and do it because otherwise, if you don't know what's on the shelves at that point, then when the customer is actually ordering, you can't go and tell them that that's out of stock right now. You think it's there and then you can't fulfill the order and it impacts customer satisfaction. So, so you end up in that, in that somehow that vicious cycle where, in some way, many of the tasks actually require a lot of, if you do it in a conventional way, you need to go and do it in a very tedious way, time-consuming, costly way. Um, and, and, and we've seen that retailers are really looking at how can I do it in a more, in a more cost-efficient way, but how, how can I also go and do it to, to address my, my, my customer satisfaction um, challenges? Yeah. And I would say too, I mean, we're, and I mean, we're all in on this idea in general, like the, the idea you're alluding to, which is using computer vision to help simplify these processes, make the customer experience uh, that much better, and to make sure that everything's happening the way you want to day in and day out, especially as you start talking about the things that you mentioned at the outset of that conversation in terms of pricing. But Christian, I think we've we've also seen, and we've covered a lot on our show lately, like there's various approaches to this. You've got people putting drones in stores. You've got robotics that are heating up to this dimension as well. Like, what's the approach that you at Scanit are espousing now in regards to how people should think about operationalizing this across those, you know, four or five dimensions you just, you just discuss with us. Yeah. I think what we're seeing, we're seeing, as you said, is we're seeing sort of, you know, many, you know, it, it almost depends on a, on a per use case basis. What does, does it? The, okay. Right. And it also depends on where you are sort of from a, from a, from a, a maybe maturity world, but like how many resources are you willing to throw at it to put it? Okay. This way, right? Yeah. Tell us more. And, and, and we've, we, for example, seen that, that we've seen some retailers who are saying, look, I'm, I'm today running price and promotion um, audits. Okay. I know they are not, they're not happening very often. They're happening <laughs> only for a very small part of my, my SKUs. And in the times of, in the times of high inflation and my merchandising teams, you know, running more and more, you know, dynamic pricing activities, mm -hmm. I'm running into major issues now. It's, it's, 
it's I, I, I cannot guarantee that my price is actually updated, mm-hmm. um, which impacts me in a number of different ways. It impacts me with lost sales because my promotion campaigns are not executing as well as they could, right? right. Because the promotions are, stickers are just not being put up. Right? Not put up. This, this next one is, is what happens, and, and that's something that we keep hearing is, 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 and we didn't actually think, you know, we didn't have this high on the radar when we, when we sort of launched with this product was what actually happens if, you know, someone, you know, the, the prices are wrong at the shelf. Yep. So you put your item into your, into your, into your um, shopping cart, and then you go to the point of sale system. At the point of sale system, it shows a different price. So what happens mm-hmm. now at that moment, you know, the customer is, first of all, annoyed. He says like, hey, no, this is not, the, this is the wrong price. Mm-hmm. But now the point at the, at the, <laughs> the, store, the store associate at the, at the point of sale system now needs to get up and actually go and check mm-hmm. yep. what is actually happening what is the actual price level? This is actually correct. Just think about this. At that moment, someone needs to go and check this, right? right. Manual, right? So, so not only is the customer, is the customer satisfaction, the customer satisfaction is, you know, really not great at this point, or the customer experience, but it's actually real productivity loss, right? Right. And 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 we've seen seen sort of this this you know using a using a smartphone using the, in that sense or you know or, or, or you know any mobile device so to speak any mobile device that has a camera. Um, to to just point at the shelf and rather than um, the conventional way, right? You 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 point the bucket scanner at the shelf label. You scan the shelf label. Um, then you it, it shows you are oh, the price is supposed to be this. Then you look at it again yourself. It probably takes you four or five seconds per label, mm-hmm. and you're doing that per label for I don't know five thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand right. right? You know, like like you can see how how this just doesn't work very well, right? As opposed to holding up the phone. Um, depends a little bit on the label settings um, of the different customers. Is we seeing at least a 10x improvement where you either still doing it one by one, but you know with AR it's super rapid. Where we 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 scan the barcode, we scan the price label with text recognition, object recognition. We detect is it actually what it says in in the in the in the, in the database. And so it's a it's a it's a check that takes you know a second or less. If we if we're applying what we're calling our matrix scan technology to it, you can actually do you know tens of labels at the same time. So you can just take a step back, point at the shelf, and it does the entire shelf for you. So we're seeing, coming back to your original question, we're seeing customers who are saying right now, price labels are my, is my biggest challenge right now. It's a process right. that's really inefficient. This really helps me going. And, and it's something I already have. My stores here, so we know how to do this. So I'm not introducing a new process, which is introducing new processes is always a challenge, right? So right. I already have this process. I just make an, an existing process 10x better. And... I can, you know, I can roll this out fairly quickly. The devices are in the in, in the stores. Um, um, you know, it's it, it's running on pretty, you know, any Android iOS device. You can go and run this. That just needs to go and have a camera. Um, and that's something we've seen with some folks. We've also seen that sort of at the other end, where folks are already like retailers are saying, okay, I know I have a problem. I, I know my mm-hmm. ideas aren't great. I I want something. I actually would rather take this out of the hands of the store associates. I want okay. the store associates just focused on fixing things where okay. I do need the manual, the manual approach. And I'm going to use, you know, some, you know, use robotic equipment that allow me to do this autonomously. Now, what we've also seen in that context is that deploying robots is, is difficult, right? <laughs> it's, it's, 
it's yet another piece of hardware that needs to be managed, right? And that mm -hmm. comes with cost, that comes with training, that comes with all sorts of complexities. And so what we've done is we, we teamed up with, with, with Brain, who've been making the, the scrubbers autonomous mm -hmm. in, in retail stores. So you're leveraging the same kind of infrastructure that's already there. And that's a little bit, I think, our, our sort of approach at ScanIt, where we're saying we're taking the, we're taking the mobile devices in the stores, um, and you can you can run you know price and promotion execution for example on just on a mobile device that's already there. You can also go on if if you want to operate at a at a sort of at a at a higher cadence at a higher frequency at a at a, at, a, at, at sort of and at lower manual cost you can operate autonomously. But you don't need to go and deploy new hardware. You can actually use your scrubbers that you have typically anyway because they're driving through your stores and right. to clean the floors, and you put a you know put a camera tower on them. They observe your shelves. They, you know, they can do the price checks. They can also check where, where, where things are. And um, we've been taking the approach is like whatever is like most suitable to a business, mm -hmm. we can go and support this, right? At, 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 at fairly manageable and accessible um, infrastructure costs. So, you know, basically what you're saying there is you're saying, look, price, price inflation is happening. Mm -hmm. The manufacturer probably passing on costs to the retailers every single day at a rapid rate, more quickly than they ever have before. And the price labels aren't getting adjusted on shelves. And customers are checking more yeah, frequently. Yeah. And right. so, and the, and the customers, that's going to end up happening. What's going to end up happening is customers are going to go to the till. They're going to get the wrong price. It's going to cause this big kerfuffle at the check lane. Customer, the employee is going to go back, check out the price, find out that they're right. You're losing the margin on that. And then to your point as well, you're not getting the benefit of the promotions because you're not getting the discounting off of that new higher rate than you would previously. So that's an issue I think probably all retailers are grappling with right now. So in your mind, like as you broke out those options where you could go with, you know, the employee device, which I want to make sure people understand too, you're not talking, you're, you're talking about like just literally holding your phone up to a 24 foot section of product all through the viewfinder and being able to easily see what prices are right and what prices are wrong. Yep. And you're saying that there are pros and cons to taking the approach with a mobile phone, potentially affixing that same technology to a floor scrubber that's autonomously going through the through the aisles, or maybe one that's not even going autonomously through the aisles. Maybe it's just going through on a regular schedule. As retailers think about this, what are the pros and cons in your mind? Like, what is there any approach you would advocate, uh, you know, more resolutely relative to another, or you know, how should they think about that? The, I guess the, the the answer is really it depends, right? It depends yeah. on how big is your average store size, right? So if, okay. you, if, you, if you're operating, you know, a, a sort of more at the at the smaller store footprint size, then the 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 mobile technology just has tremendous benefits, right? Right, if, right. If, makes sense. You're unlikely to go and have a scrubber in there in the first place, to be honest, right? Right. And and in that case, the, the mobile technology in that sense is 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 is, is very suitable. Um, for that approach. Um, it, it also comes with like, what sort of cadence are you, you know, like trying to run this at that sense, right? right. You, mm -hmm. when, you run, when you're running price and promotion execution, you know, yes, we, you know, like with, with, with the technology we provide, we can be 10 X faster than sort of the, and, 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 and much more, much more convenient to the user, but it's, it's still a manual task at that point, right? So you, you're not going to be running a, and, but a price audit label check, you probably don't want to go and run this every five hours on every SKU that you have in your store. You know, you, mm -hmm. you know, you want to can change prices labels often, but not that often, right? So, right. so in that sense, for price and price and promotion label execution, we 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 generally do think that the the mobile approach, especially for for the the I'd say small, medium, 
size store formats is 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 the idea you know a very good approach mm-hmm. um and then as you start getting to much larger for st- store formats and um you also want to start you know incorporating a- a- additional capabilities around you know where things are on that larger store you know store footprint floor floor plan footprint <laughs> and the 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 autonomous solutions have you know have a lot of benefits right okay so got it so you're saying there then that there's there's additional use cases here that we haven't talked about that you talked about in the beginning but if you start looking yeah. at item locations mm-hmm. item accuracy pallet locations um, yeah. then you might look at a different, you might look at one of those approaches versus another. Say more about that. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think you can go and say like, like the second, you know, you start, you know, really looking at, 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 at very large footprints and where you have the scrubbers, um, that, that, that gives you easier scale, but it comes with, with, with I'd say probably with a bit more complexity in the sense, mm-hmm. right? Like you, mm-hmm. you, 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 you know, now it's, 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 it's ways on the, on the, on the, you know, mobile side of things, you know, it's, it's basically, you know, we provide, we provide either an app or we provide a, a solution that integrates into your existing store associate app that you already have, right? So it's from a, from a, from a, with, with, with a backend that, that handles all of the, 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 the computer vision and, and, and needs. So it's, it's very easy to go and deploy. Um, an autonomous solution with a robot, while you can leverage the scrubbers to, to instruct the routines to make sure that they run on a regular basis, that requires to be frank, a, a bit more overhead in the sense. Mm-hmm. So what we're typically seeing is that that retailers sort of start with the mobile solutions. Right. They, they they get a good sense of hey, is that actually really driving value for me? Right. Um. And then when, because at the end of the day, you see that even from the mobile solutions, right? And then you can start seeing well, actually, see value. I I actually want to do it even more often. Mm-hmm. I, I I have the capacity to actually drive change, right? Because you you know one thing that is that is I think. That we always saying is 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 you know I love talking about visibility, but end of the day, if you can't take action on it, right? Right. And then you know if 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 it, if life doesn't get easier for the store associate for any of these solutions, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 where with the data that you capture, you make the life of the store associates it's easier. It is very difficult to succeed. Yes, you might have in any case you might have more transparency about you know how how often are prices updated. But if there's not something to the store associate that makes the store associate's life easier, many of these solutions in the longer term will not succeed. So the question you're getting me thinking about now is, you know, as people, as you said, like retailers generally start with the mobile solutions first. Are they typically starting with the pricing application first over the inventory visibility side of that? Or and the reason I'm asking that, Christian, I'm curious your thoughts on it is, you know, inventory is something that you have to routinely do a certain way all the time. So, you know, it's almost, it almost feels like, and I could be wrong here, but it almost feels like it lends itself more to like the standard process, say attached to an autonomous robot, let's say, versus an employee who could be doing it differently each time. Am I thinking about that the right way? Is there any words of wisdom you would have for retailers on anything I just discussed there? I think one interesting aspect is if I, if I'm doing the price and promotion, I, I get some of the other capabilities, you know, I can start tagging them on at the later stage, right? Like I always, you know, that's what you advocate. Yeah. And, and I think this is always, this is, this is, this is something that, you know, you know, it's kind of very engineering driven, right? It's you overestimate how easy, you know, things are always much more difficult than you think. Right. And so, so it's really good to be very modular about things. So let's not try to do 10 things at the same time. Let's right. do one and then take it in steps. And I think we, this is also what we advocating, you know, let, let's go and start, let's say we price and promotion execution, a big issue yeah. right now 
Once you've got that deployed and you start taking these images for price and promotion execution, then as a next step, you can start saying, well, you know, actually that's great. You know, I, I actually, you know, see all these labels, labels are correct. Let me actually also go and visit, you know, validate that the items are in the right spot. So our, our sort of guidance is let's take this step, step by step. We're seeing, you know, price and promotion is a, is a big, real big issue these days. Let's focus on this. Let's leverage the existing processes that store sources are used to, right? From, from Because they're doing this today in a slightly inefficient way. And then from there on, start taking additional capabilities on top of, because at the end of the day, just that you capture, for example, that the price is wrong or the product is in the right spot, that's actually not that important, right? What's really important is that you have the process in place that you're going to go and fix this. Yeah, this has been so great. I mean, yeah, I mean, I used to say, and we've talked about this on the show before. I've talked about exactly like, you know, with regards to pricing, what you're saying, like, yeah, if you have, you have to have a process to fixing it, but at the end of the day, getting a price right on, a, on an item in the store is probably the single most important thing right. a store employee can do to drive sales on a given day. Like you put a, pr- a promotion sign on, on something, the sales are going to go up at least 20% mm-hmm. just from doing that. So every one of those that's absent, is important. And I don't think retailers realize that enough, which is why it's great to call this out, which is this is a great place to start mm-hmm. with this technology because it will have an immediate, immediate impact. People just don't know how, how the prices are because how would you, right? No, you don't. Because you don't run the audits, right? So it's, you know, we, we've done audits and, 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 and we're like, no, this can't be. No, no, you have the wrong price file. Right. This, this is not correct, right? And we're like, no, no, this is what it is. This is what you gave us. This is correct, right? And so I think in that sense is, is, we're looking at we're seeing that sort of right now as as, as in that sense as a, as a starting point, um, and 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 it's it's you know it's it's I think there was like a you know um, um, uh, you know a famous I think it was an Austrian economist from the University of Chicago I think he, he said like you know you you can't manage what you can't measure right and that's so true right, right. So. well. Christian, you were saying something earlier there about, you know, taking the approach of what is the first thing that I'm going to try to figure out? And that's pricing and promotions here with this technology. But I want to go back to something you said too, about the, the devices that you're using, how you're going to start that. And you mentioned that it makes sense for a lot of retailers and grocers who are probably listening to this conversation, you know, to start with the mobile devices. Um, because, you know, while autonomous data capture is exciting, the robots putting cameras on there, like you said, it's a little bit more difficult to execute, can, can be more costly to kick off. But tell us a little bit about how Scandit's um, able to kind of be deployed on the devices that the employees already have. You're making lives simpler for them. You're making these employees superpower or have superpowers. Talk to us a little bit about the approaches that some of your partners have seen uh, by just putting it on the employee devices themselves. Yeah, so so our you know our shelf view product for mobile devices basically comes that there, there's a there's there's a cloud backend to it which provides mm-hmm. you state okay. it runs some of the computer vision capabilities. Some of it's actually on on the devices itself. We provide our technology in in as an SDK that can be embedded into an ex- in, in an existing store associate. We also have an app to do some of this, but we've just seen that. You know that you know that the tier one, tier two, and even tier three retailers typically have their own app that they have custom. It's got all their business logic. They they typically don't want now to have a separate app for this, right? So our technology, in that sense, as a as a as a library or as a component, slots into the existing store associates app for you know for for example for the price checks, and then um, we our technology in that sense receives you know processes the 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 SKU files with the prices. Um, um, and the entire workflow from augmented reality is actually happening on the phone 
in 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 the in the store associate app, but within our our component that we provide. So what that means is the the sort of the I guess the the overall capability, the workflow is something that we provide. It can be customized, it can be configured, but it can be deployed fairly quickly. So in the sense, it's it's we already imp, we sort of implement all like best practices around UX. We've done a lot of user testing on on how how to really make this easy for the store associates, and then. Really, the, the 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 point that is that is that is in that sense custom is how do you then execute on actually fixing the labels, right? You know, we see some customers hmm. of ours they have mobile printers, and then you know at that point they just you know print to the to the to the mobile printer and update the the label. In in other settings, this is done you know still in a in a in a in a, in a sort of backroom place or even at the at the point of sale register where then. The, the application sends the price levels that need to be updated, for example, to, mm, to those settings. Then you go back, wrap them, um, you update them, you do another check on them, and then you have, you know, in, in, in the system that we provide, you get all the analytics about, you know, how, how are the different stores, how, you know, are the promotion campaigns being executed? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are there, are there certain stores that perform better than others? Um, all of this actually comes through our, our, our APIs and analytics dashboards. Hold on a sec. So, so, Okay, so so your system will actually help them track their performance as well against the discrepancies that they're finding on shelf. Like the yeah. next day, how many of those got fixed, et cetera, et cetera. Wow, that's pretty that's yeah. pretty sweet. And, 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 and we, 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 honestly, I mean, what we're seeing is like you know a lot of retailers have very sophisticated analytic systems, right? So yeah. So in that sense, we provide also in that sense the raw data on what was updated at what time and what we measured through an API, and it can be integrated into the existing you know analytics tools that retailers have deployed, but we're also saying, if you want to go and see where you're at in some way, you don't want to go and, you know, can you put, you know, then of course, you retailers have, you know, savvy IT teams to go and do it, mm-hmm. but to kind of see is there actually, you know, where are our pain points? What are we the problems having in that sense, an out of the box solution that you can literally, you know, put down, you're seeing what the performance is. You can run a pilot. We've seen that that's pretty key for, for people mm-hmm. to evaluate technology and see whether it actually makes business sense for them, right? Yeah, and it sounds like it works a lot of ways. Like you could just do mobile printers in aisle, or well, the, you could do a batch process at yeah. specific times of the day too, and then get those analytics. That's that's pretty slick. I got to tell you, as a store manager, I would have. The associates loved do that. look like they have superpowers too. They are holding <laughs> the phone up. I've seen the demos. Like they hold the phone up, it scans, and all of a sudden they like see it's like on X-ray the screen vision. X-ray it is. vision, yeah, like and the, then they have the belt yeah. printer. I mean they christian's got them set up so that they actually look all that they need is like a little mask to be wearing when they need a cowboy going. hat as That's they're doing right. this walking down the aisle you know uh, but yeah and, and honestly like like we had we had one of our customers right he they, they measured how much how many steps a store associate takes right Right. And that's close to 20,000 steps a day. Now, oh, yeah, you know, for sure. like, you know, ask them, I mean, we typically work at like, you know, at desks, right? But at NIF, we sort of complain about like walking around a lot. If you need to go and work 20,000 steps every day, because for every, for everything that you need to go and print, you need to go and look something up on a, yep. or anything you want to go and check, you need to go and, you know, check it on a, on a, on a PC in the back room. And then for every label that you print, you need to go and walk back there as well. It is, mm-hmm. it is pretty tedious, right? So, yeah. I mean, I used to say working in a store and is like, is like moving your house every day. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's just the taxing, the, ta- the, the toll it takes on you. It's right. just a taxing effort, you know? Um, yeah. All right. Well, so, all right. So net net, if there's grocery, I mean, it seems like we've been talking a lot about grocery specifically, because I think that's probably where the inflation 
you know, is the heaviest. And also, you know, everyone in the retail industry is grappling with the retail uh, labor shortage as well. So what parting words would you have here, Christian, that in terms of, you know, any grocers that's thinking about what we've talked about? Um, what last words would you have for them as they're trying to contemplate what to do here? I mean, what we always go and say is, is, is really think about the store source. We always think that it's absolute key because no matter what technology to go and deploy, if it, if it doesn't really create a benefit for them in their daily routines, you are not going to see the uptick in adoption that I think all of this depends on, right? Whether you're doing autonomous scanning, whether you're doing this with mobile device, it really almost doesn't make a difference, but it, there needs to be, it needs to actually, ideally it doesn't introduce a new process for them or, um, and it just makes an existing one more efficient. And um, we, we consider that one of the key points, right? And then the other part is really around the, the start focused, Start with something that, in that sense, you know, and you know, not five, six, seven different things. We see this sometimes. Can you, you know, can you right. look at locations, right? And all approach, things, yeah. right? And like, be focused on, on executing one, get that right, see some improvements, and then move that to into to a next to 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 set it to the next stage. Makes sense. Yeah, I like that too. Like, yeah, if you actually, that's a really good way to think about it. Like, if you think about this in terms of how can you make the employees' lives better, simpler actually make them happier too is an element i would add to that too as you're designing where you're going to go with this and, i think it's a great point and leverage what you already have in store the devices that you already are using that your associates already have or right. are bringing to work or in the case of the floor scrubbers things that you're already running through the store how do you make each one of those things smarter yeah it's a byod party if mm -hmm. you're thinking about this the right way yeah you know, it, no matter what device you want to use that whether sounds it's in like the hand, fun. it does I, let's have a byod party all right all, all right. right i like it um, Christian, thank you so much for joining us today. That was wonderful. If people didn't get a chance to ask you questions during the event today, they want to learn more about Scandit, about ShelfView, what's the best way for them to do that? Yep. So one simple thing is just email to Christian at Scandit. Um, that's very simple. Otherwise, you know, contact me on LinkedIn um, and I'd be happy to answer any questions. Amazing. Thank you so much, Christian. That wraps us up. Thanks to Scandit uh, CTO and co-founder Christian Florkmeyer for sitting down with us today. To all of you who have joined us live on LinkedIn. And as always, on behalf of Christian, on behalf of Chris and myself, please be careful out there.